Stephen Kruetis on SAFM. So much still coming out around the non-extradition of the Guptas, Atul Gupta and Rajesh Gupta from the United Arab Emirates. And of course, in the meantime, uh, the Emir, their president, has been here and seems by all accounts to be having a pretty good time. Now there's been confirmation that the National Assembly will actually debate the failed extradition after the MP for the Good Party, Brett Heron, requested an urgent debate. But even though it's described as urgent, it's going to happen in June. It's the 8th of May today, so we're still three weeks away from this urgent debate. Brett Heron is the also the Secretary-General of the Good Party. He's on the line now. Brett, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. I don't know how you define urgent, but urgent <laughs> three weeks from now doesn't feel very urgent to me. Yeah, I mean, look, the rules provide for an urgent debate when... Um, matters like this arise. Um, And one of the requirements is that it is a recent occurrence. Um, So when I submitted the request for the debate, it was a recent occurrence. Um, And we obviously have to look at how these rules are applied because there are many debates that are defined as urgent about matters that have had taken place three or four months before, before we even get to debate them. Um, what would a debate on this achieve? It's a kind of technical thing. I think if you listen to the NPA's version and from what we're seeing, it looks like they, I suppose, they, therefore we, were treated unfairly by the UAE. But what would a debate achieve? I think there's there's um, a need for South Africans to hear from um, Parliament and the executive um, as to exactly what went wrong and, and why. I mean, there's conflict. There's a conflict of in, of information um, in in the public space. The United Arab Emirates saying that South Africa failed to um, to comply with the extradition treaty that it had signed with UAE, and the South African authority saying we have complied, and in any event where we didn't comply and it was a technicality, the United Nations guidelines on these things say that. Technicality shouldn't be um, shouldn't be um, used to deny extradition, but I think bigger than that, I mean, it's a legal, a really important legal um, matter, um, and it's also a symbolic, a really important symbolic matter for our for our fight against um, state capture. And if we're going to test whether the state is really committed to fighting um, state capture and prosecuting those who've been implicated, um, the Gupta brothers are really the the poster boys for for state capture. And if we are unable to prosecute them and unable to extradite them, um, it raises questions around the commitment to um, to implementing the outcomes of the Zondo Commission and and prosecuting. From what we know in the public domain, what do you think the UAE did? Were they wrong? Well, I mean, the UAE say that that South Africa didn't comply. Um, there is an extradition treaty, and if we didn't comply with the treaty, then we were then we were um, careless. Um, and South Africa saying, well, the United Nations guidelines are that uh, technicality shouldn't be relied on. I think is 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 not good enough. Um, we have a specific treaty with the UAE, as we have with about 13 or 14 other countries around the world, um, and um, we need to comply with that treaty. That treaty is a relatively new one. Um, and if we didn't get our ducks in a row, um, then I think there's there's he- some heads that should roll because this is a really important matter for South Africa's fight against corruption. Um, it may just be me, but the, you know, maybe it isn't, but but the arrival so soon afterwards of the UAE president, Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed al-Nyahan, and maybe, you know, I thought that maybe he had a role in the extradition, um, that he had played a role in that. I mean, I can't prove that he did, but he is the head of state and I would think he would be involved. But then the sort of arrival of him, 
um, and his entourage, big entourage, there were more reports about it over the weekend, you know, rolling out the red carpet, really. Here's an airport, feel free to use it. Um, it just seems to, the English expression is stick in my craw. In other words, I can't swallow it. It doesn't seem, it doesn't feel right. How do you feel about it? I felt the same. I mean, I think the timing and the, um, um, you know, yeah, the, uh, really the timing is, is, is unfortunate straight after or right after the refusal of the extradition. Um, I, I, when I read it, I wondered if there was not an opportunity for our head of state to engage with um, um, with the entourage or the, the, the leadership of the UAE and to um, to sort of unpack what what and how we can work together to to stamp out money laundering and the corruption that both countries um, have have earned a reputation for um, for protecting. So there was perhaps a, a head of state opportunity. Um, but the timing, I think, um, it's, it may have been coincidental, but it, it also um, made me very uncomfortable. Brett Heron, thank you very much indeed. The Secretary General of the Good Party, also a member of Parliament uh, uh, for the Good Party as well. You were there, CFM, it's 18 minutes after 8.